0: Free-thinking atheist witchy farmer, herbalist wise woman, obia woman, healer, off-grid homesteading hedge witch, living close to nature, black Hispanic, Afro-Latina, Jamaican, Honduran, Caribbean American, honoring and embodying the spirit of Queen Nanny of the Maroons. Born in the inner city of Boston, educated and came of age in the affluent metro-west suburbs, escaped to beautiful rural central Massachusetts in 2015. Welcome to Sweet Sage Homestead. Dead Farm and Path of a Green Witch podcast. My name is Andrea. Remember, Black Lives Matter and love is love. Let's talk about money magic and prosperity spells. Your intention can be incredibly powerful. Whenever you work a spell or do a ritual, be sure to focus on your intention for that spell or ritual. What are you trying to achieve? Who or what are you trying to impact? Focus intently on that. Charms, amulets, and talismans are important in witchcraft. Our ancestors used these items to attract love, ward off evil, bring health, bring wealth, and bring happiness. I'm going to get into the meaning of these terms, charms, amulets, and talismans, but first let's talk a little bit about the law of similars. You should design your own spells. I want you to use these ideas as templates for spells that you design for yourself. So if you happen to be a beginner, this would be a great place to start. The law of similars is basically the idea that the physical characteristics of a plant, a stone, or other objects might be clues to the magical power the object might possess. So like a red stone might be useful for curing blood problems. One of the ways that witches apply the law of similars is with the use of poppets. Poppets are basically dolls that are made to represent people. And you might be thinking of like a voodoo doll or something like that. And it is along those lines, but not in the hollywood negative way of like stabbing the doll to bring harm to another person basically you would use a poppet or a voodoo doll for like a healing spell and you would decorate the doll to look like the person you're trying to heal so now let's get into charms in ancient times charms were spoken spells so when most people including witches were illiterate most witches worked with spells that were only spoken not Written or recorded in any other way. To make the charms easier to remember, the charms were developed with a distinct rhythm or rhyming pattern like a poem, chant, or song. The word charm actually comes from the Latin word carmen, which means incantation or song. Saying chants, affirmations, and incantations helps witches to focus on the purpose of the spell or ritual, and it helps witches to also send their intention out. Into the universe in a clear and meaningful way. So here's a little example of a simple verbal charm from the Modern Guide to Witchcraft by Sky Alexander. I'm actually getting a lot of this information from this book. I highly recommend this book. Here's the little verbal charm: Leaf of ash, I do thee pluck to bring to me a day of luck. Did you know that the word abracadabra was actually a real magical word that Gnostics used in their spells a long time ago? Abracadabra actually means to perish like the word, and it was used to banish sickness. To intensify the magical power of the spell, witches often incorporate other aspects of meaningful symbolism into their verbal charms. The full moon represents completion and coming into manifestation. The number three represents the mind-body-spirit connection. Some witches choose to speak their charms on the first night of a full moon and recite them three times each night after that. The number three brings magical thoughts into three-dimensional reality. Affirmations are just positive statements you make to produce a result, and they should be concise, precise, and in the present tense. So you want to own it like it's already true. So again, concise, precise, and in the present tense. An example would be, I am healthy in body, mind, and spirit. So you're basically stating it as though it's already true. I am healthy, in body, mind, and spirit. Incantations are usually written in the form of a rhyme. An example would be, as the day fades into night, I draw a love that's good and right. As the night turns into day, We are blessed in every way. You would write the incantation on a piece of paper and put it under your pillow. You can put it in a talisman or amulet first and put the talisman or amulet under your pillow. You can also post the incantation on a bulletin board where you will see it often, and you would wanna repeat it Throughout the day, you can also incorporate color into your magical spells. Different colors have different correspondences. Black represents power and wisdom, and that's the reason that black is a color that witches often wear. So now let's just talk about the simple difference between amulets and talismans. Basically, very, very basically, amulets are magical shields that block danger. They ward off unwanted magic and harmful situations. And talismans are used to attract something, kind of like how the Chinese wear jade to attract good fortune, health, and strength. So amulets would block or shield from something, and talismans would be used to attract something witches also pay close attention to the timing of their spells that would be the lunar time like the moon phase when you're doing the spell as well as the day of the week because the different Lunar phases represent different things, and the days of week also have magical correspondences. Witches generally like to conduct their prosperity spells during a waxing moon. When the moon is growing, that's a good time to try to grow your wealth. As far as the magical correspondences in terms of the days of the week, a long time ago, people could observe certain bodies in the sky, and they were the sun and the moon, but also certain planets. So they named the days of the week for these wanderers in the sky. So Monday is named after the moon, and it represents fertility, creativity, home and family matters, and intuition. Tuesday is named for Mars, and its areas of influence are contests, competition, courage, strength, vitality, and men. Wednesday is named for Mercury, and its areas of influence are communication, commerce, and intellectual concerns. Thursday is named for Jupiter, and its areas of influence are growth, expansion, prosperity, and long-distance travel. Friday is named for Venus, and its areas of influence are love, partnerships, the arts, and women. Saturday is named for Saturn, and its areas of influence are limitations, authority, endurance, stability, and protection. Sunday is named for the Sun and its areas of influence are public image, confidence, career pursuits, health, and well-being. Now that we understand some of the terminology and some of the items that witches use in their spells, now we can get into what some of the actual spells are. So I'm gonna share a recipe for magic money oil, how to make a money talisman, and a tarot spell to increase your income, but I also, First, want to share a burning money wealth spell for prosperity. And this one comes from the voodoo culture, but it incorporates an idea from Chinese spiritual beliefs too. I thought this one was pretty cool. Using money that's either torn or burnt is actually a popular tactic in many hoodoo spells. And burning money is popular too in ancient Chinese traditions. And they would call that kind of money hell money or spirit money. And it's usually burnt at grave sites and during funerals to make sure the ancestors are prosperous in the afterlife. If you Google hell money or spirit money, it should be pretty easy to find. You can order some. It's made out of something called joss paper, which is also known as incense paper, and it's used in like paper crafts or whatever. And this is part of Chinese ancestral worship. And they use it in the veneration of deceased family members and relatives and on holidays and special occasions. So it's kind of funny how it got the name hell money, because you don't really think of like every dead person is going to hell. Definitely not in Christian culture. This money is not really legal tender. It's not real money. It's just made for this purpose, for this spiritual ritual. And the ritual has been practiced by the modern Chinese and across East Asia since the late 19th century. The word hell on hell money refers to da yu, which is basically the underworld. And there's a story that the word hell was introduced to China by Christian missionaries. And they basically preached that anyone who was non-Christian, like all the non-Christian Chinese people, would go to hell after death. And so a lot of Chinese people misinterpreted the word hell to just mean afterlife. And so when they speak of hell money, they're really just speaking of money for the afterlife. They're not really saying that everyone's going to hell and sometimes you'll see that the word hell is omitted or it's replaced with heaven or paradise or something like that but really the term that they use is actually hell money so when you do this burning money spell you would generally want to use hell money for that purpose Okay, here's what you need for the burning money healing spell. You would need a pinch of graveyard dirt, and preferably this would be dirt from your own ancestors' graves. Three drops of frankincense oil, one torn up hell money note, or you could use a dollar bill. One red tea light, a small red bag, three new pennies, one tablespoon of parsley, one tablespoon of coffee, and a small bowl. Okay, so you wanna gather all of your ingredients on your altar or a clean and blessed space. You place the graveyard dirt, the penny, parsley, and coffee in the small bowl, and then you put two drops of frankincense oil in the bowl as well. Mix the ingredients together thoroughly. Then place one drop of frankincense oil on the red tea light candle and Light the candle. Place one very small piece of the dollar bill, you know, the hell money, in the candle. Put the rest in the bowl. Fill the bag with the contents of the bowl. Put the bag in front of the candle and picture all your blocks to financial success burning away. Focus on your intention and be thankful for all that you do have. When the candle has burnt out, take the bag and carry it in your pocket for one week. Then dispose of the bag by tossing it in running water, like a river or an ocean. That's it. You should begin to see a speedy change in your finances. I got this spell from Pathios.com. I will include a link in the episode details. The burning money wealth spell for prosperity called for frankincense oil, but if you wanna kick it up a notch, you could actually incorporate your own magic money oil, and here's a recipe for that. Making the magic money oil is actually pretty simple. You just need a green glass bottle with a lid or a small piece of tiger's eye or aventurine, four ounces of olive oil, almond oil, or grapeseed oil, your choice, a few drops of peppermint essential oil, and gold or silver glitter. The best time to perform this spell would be during a waxing moon and preferably on a Thursday. So you'd want to wash the bottle and gemstone, you know the tiger's eye or aventurine, with mild soap and water and then dry. Them. Gather all your ingredients and begin by casting a circle around the area where you intend to do your spell. Pour the oil, you know, the olive oil, almond oil, or grapeseed oil, into the bottle and add the peppermint essential oil and glitter. Then drop the tiger's eye or aventurine into the mixture and put the lid or stopper on the bottle and shake it three times to charge the potion. Open the circle and apply your magic money oil in whatever manner you choose. This magic oil can be incorporated into many of the other spells that you'll use for wealth and prosperity. Now let's talk about making a money talisman. You can decorate the pouch for this talisman with beads, tiny charms, embroidery, or symbols that represent wealth to you. Here's what you need. One strip of paper, a pen that writes green, gold, or silver ink, peppermint essential oil or that magic money oil that I just gave you the recipe for. One green pouch, preferably made of silk or velvet. One coin, any denomination is fine. Some cedar chips, three whole cloves, one pinch of cinnamon, one gold or silver ribbon about nine inches long, an incense burner, pine or sandalwood incense, and matches or a lighter. And again, the best time to perform this spell would be during a waxing moon you know, when the moon is growing. On the strip of paper, you should write an affirmation. You could write this one. I now have plenty of money for everything I need and desire. Riches come to me from all directions again I now have plenty of money for everything I need and desire riches come to me from all directions dot the corners of the paper with essential oil then fold it three times and slip it into the pouch add the coin the cedar chips and the herbs to the pouch as well tie the pouch with the ribbon and make three knots each time you tie a knot repeat your affirmation i now have plenty of money for everything I need and desire riches come to me from all directions when you've finished say this is now accomplished in harmony with divine will my own true will and with good to all fit the incense into the burner and light it Then hold the talisman in the incense smoke to charge it. Carry the pouch in your pocket or purse. If you prefer, take it to your workplace to help you earn more money. The last spell I want to share is a tarot spell to increase your income. So even if you don't understand all of the symbols on the tarot cards, your subconscious will register them. And bear in mind that the colors of your candles are meaningful too. Green is the color of paper money in some countries, and it also reminds us of healthy growing plants. White represents clarity and protection. So here's what you need. You need one green candle and one white candle, and then two candle holders. You need an object that represents your desire, one deck of tarot cards, and matches or a lighter. And again, the best time to perform this spell is, you guessed it, during a waxing moon, when the moon is growing. So you want to cast a circle around the area where you will perform this spell and put your candles at opposite ends of your altar. Between them, put an object that signifies your desire to increase your income. It could be a coin, a dollar bill, a piece of jewelry, or something else that suggests wealth. From your deck of tarot cards, pick out the ace of pentacles. It could also be called the ace of coins or the ace of discs. This represents new financial undertakings and opportunities. So you want to place this card in front of the white candle. In front of the green candle, you should put the ten of pentacles. It's sometimes called the wall street card. So ten symbolizes a financial windfall. Now in between these two cards, place the nine of cups, which is the wish card, and the star card, which which symbolizes hope. Then light your candles and say, the money I spend and the money I lend comes back to me in multiples of three. So again, you're going to need to pull out the Ace of Pentacles, the Ten of Pentacles, the Nine of Cups, and the Star card. You arrange the cards, like I said, and you say, the money I spend and the money I lend comes back to me in multiples of three. And you should see money flowing to you from all directions. The more vivid you can make your visualization, the faster your wish will manifest. End the spell by extinguishing the candles and giving thanks. Then open the circle and allow everything to remain on your altar overnight. I hope you found these money magic ideas useful and helpful. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope you're able to manifest great wealth and manage your finances beautifully. Thanks for listening.